0: Welcome back to the Legal Weekly Wine, where we talk about the week's hottest legal topics. I'm Virginia Tarani.
1: And I'm Chelsea Rogers. We're with Tarani Law
0: LLC, because you never need a lawyer. Until you do. Starting off right from the bat, we are going to be talking about the Trump indictment.
1: What indictment? No, I'm
0: just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> In case you were hiding under a rock, um, <laughs> this week, we well, last week he was indicted. Okay, so last week, Trump was officially and formally indicted. And then this week, this Tuesday, he was in New York and he was arraigned on all of the indictments. And then he was released. He went back, I guess, to Florida, I think. Um, But we have finally found out what the indictments are for. They've been made public. I printed it. Um, I love it. Me and my little research self. Um, So when you see me with the bar table and sitting on our bar stools, you're going to see my big notepad and all of my notes. I, um, you know, I have my own printer and I pay for my printer and my printer paper and my printer ink and everything. And I will tell you, it was worth every dollar of whatever I had to pay for my printer and my ink this week to print off that indictment.
1: God, I love public record. Just the idea that we can just look at people. my nosy self is like, this is my favorite thing about the American system. Right. <laughs> it can be all up in everybody's
0: business. Everything's public. Um, so it finally was released to the public um, because of the arraignment, which makes complete sense. There's so much commentary going on. So I know we're just another set of commentary, but what we're trying to bring is the legal ideas, absolutely, um, the legal thoughts behind it. We are not trying to give our own opinions. A few may seep out, but the idea that we're trying to have is not to sway one way or the other, but to give as neutral and fair an analysis of what is happening legally, not politically but
1: legally. And who can argue what? What those strengths and weaknesses will be of each side. Um, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, so we're gonna go through that, but
0: stay tuned, stay tuned with us yes. if you're interested in that. But we do have a couple of announcements um right, some housekeeping matters and some big announcements that we want to share with all of our listeners and our viewers. So I think the biggest one is that. You, some of you know that the Legal Weekly Wine is only one of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. We have another podcast that goes every Tuesday called The Law Unscripted. And that's where we talk about all the things about the law and the legal system that you never knew, never understood, and no one ever told you. Um, so that one's been going on. Check that out if you're interested. Yes. But what we have done is the Law Unscripted is finally itself a company. Okay. It so- feels like, can we... <laughs> Oh my god. I'm clapping on the microphone instead of by the microphone. It's okay, I'm just like shrieking into it. you I get in my room. we <We're> hype. <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, so the Law and Scripted LLC is officially a company, and it is going to be hosting, so it's officially hosting the two podcasts, as well as coming in May, we will have officially and fully a website launched. That will provide access mm-hmm. to the the podcast, both audio and um, the YouTube podcast. And we will be offering products for sale. Yay! But it's not just like t-shirts and stuff. What we're doing, and this is why it's such a big announcement for us, is for any law students, we are actually offering some bar prep.
1: Yeah, I can't just pretend like the bar is not happening anymore. I know.
0: So what we've done is Chelsea... Is our law student, and yes. she is graduating in May. So that's huge. Hey, she's going through the bar exam this summer, and as part of it, what we have decided to do is go it through it
1: with her. Right? Misery loves company. Come join me. It does. So we
0: are offering through the law and scripted. We are offering supplemental bar prep. It's not going to be a replacement for Barbara or Kaplan or any of the other ones that you're taking. Yeah, it's going to be a supplement where. We're the only company that is walking through with a law student yeah. taking the exam. So you, if for law students, this is one that you can go through with us as Chelsea, just like you, is going to be taking the exam, the questions that she has, the Absolutely. issues that are coming up. We're going to do lots of videos with the two of us with mm-hmm. those questions and answers. I'm going to be offering some videos just of subject matter. Yeah. Yeah um review as well as some group sessions that people can join and some essays if you'd like to submit those for for samples and writing so
1: yay! come join me hear me ask all the dumb questions you don't have to (laughs) all the
0: ones you really didn't know but chelsea's gonna ask for you
1: (laughs) i'm sorry what's (laughs) a (laughs) plaintiff
0: that's gonna be offered this summer so that's our huge announcement which is very exciting so check that out it's going to be on the lawinscripted.com um, it's currently in development, but stay tuned. We will have everything offered by mid
1: May at the latest. But I'm pumped. As pumped, pumped as I too. can be about taking a big test in the middle of hot girl summer. But
0: <laughs> It's one time only for you and for the other law students, yes. hopefully, right? The idea one is to 10. pass and we're hoping that this extra preparation will help Chelsea yeah. to yes. pass.
1: As well as really just lost selfish. Students. I'm like, look, Virginia, I need you to create a whole company to teach me the bar. <laughs> I just don't think these other people have got it like that.
0: And apparently that's what we're doing. <laughs> so. It's the vibes. Congratulations. Um, the other announcements, and don't forget about Trump. Please stay tuned with us. Yes. Um, because that is coming, coming. The other announcement is we want to make sure that our viewers and our listeners know that we are going to be taking the 28th off. So April 28th of 2023. We were taking off. Yes. That gives us this week and two more weeks. And then we're going to pause and then we're going to come back for two more. So we'll come back for May 5th and May 12th and we're going to end the season. Okay. We're not ending the show. Yes. We're ending the season. That'll give us 20 episodes. Wild.
1: 20. Do you remember that one time I was like, hey, we should record these conversations. (laughs)
0: And we have 20 of them, (laughs) 20 for this one, but it'll be like 21 for the law and scripted. Crazy. Yeah. So we're going to end the season on the week of May 12th. We will come back for the summer season, um, but it's going to be a shorter season. We don't want to miss the Supreme court decisions. Mm -hmm. Those are big. We want to stay on top of those, but because Chelsea's studying for the bar, we're going to have her only on a couple of them and we're going to have more guest um, stars Uh, Dr. John Vile will be visiting again. He's our constitutional law expert who will be coming back in to talk about the Supreme Court cases. I also have another guest or two that I am lining up. And then wait for cameos of Chelsea during the bar, and then we'll come back again in the fall. Perfect. All right, so let's get down to... Our wine very quickly because it is the legal weekly wine. So, what are we drinking today?
1: I think we have a 19 Crimes again, but it's a super fun one. It's special. They are
0: so fun.
1: They're so fun. It's super special. This one has like the little gold label y thing mm-hmm. because it's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, which I love. <laughs> I just think this is incredible. I wonder if Martha Stewart like has like a matching, you know, because they're Ooh, friends you should look. We'll they have are, to look. They
0: are besties, which
1: I love. It's
0: it's so cute. I don't know if you can see the label. We'll try to put one no. in the picture on maybe even I the thumbnail. I broke my rule of like
1: touching the bottle. I'm always so scared I'm gonna like knock oh, it and spill. you can
0: totally do that. I know, but I'm scared I'm gonna spill.
1: Okay, so, well,
0: it's a Cali red, and it's Snoop Dogg, and it's so it funny. Delicious. It's a 2020. It smells absolutely delicious. For those of you who haven't seen The 19 Crimes before, you can actually download an app and scan the bottle and find stories behind each of the crimes and the people that are listed on their bottle. Anyway, let's take a a drink of the Cali Red. Cheers. That's a good one. Very nice.
1: That was really good.
0: Oh, that's delicious.
1: I like that one a lot. I feel like I say this every time, but I really do. Yeah, no, that
0: one's really good.
1: It has definite you know gold label. I'm learning some like wine words. This is more complex than the other Ooh. one that we had. Look, Ooh, what a word! I follow, like one wine person on TikTok now. I think I'm an <laughs> expert. Obviously, but...
0: <laughs> we're no experts, but this one's good. Um, yeah, I will put it in the description so you can see. The bottle. Um, I'll try to include a link to the 19 crimes website as well. And that is what we're drinking. Grab a glass of wine. If you haven't already join us as we now are going to break down the indictment. I think we
1: need wine for this one.
0: We do because and you do too. Really? Yes.
1: I have intentionally, as you said, been hiding under rocks. I know very (laughs) little about what's happening. Like I said, my for you page algorithm has been Really just like wine and happy things and animals. And I've avoided a lot of the Trump news because I knew we were going to talk about it. Yeah. And I wanted to hear it from you first. It was also kind of confusing. I'm not going to lie. I feel like if you just look at any of the stories, they don't really make sense and quite often contradict each other. Yes. So what's happening? Okay. I am going to say it
0: has also been confusing to me. Okay. Okay.
1: It makes um, me feel better
0: that I'm not like reading this and I'm like I have
1: absolutely no idea what's happening. It, no, it has been, and I was also
0: I've been watching the news religiously on this. I have been following along. I was on as I mean, I'm waking up at night to to read this stuff to figure out what is happening.
1: I turned my news alerts off. I didn't want to know. <laughs> I
0: I feel like I've had to. This is really important. Um, I mean, it is for history, for the history of our time, country. Like
1: a- president or former president has been ever criminally indicted correct look i got that right like off the top of the dome right there so
0: no matter what you think of trump or anyone else in the political arena it's history in american history this is monumental
1: like no matter what the outcome is at this point we've already hit that point of it being a historic
0: we have right we have this is this is a moment in time okay so the closest I can link it to, yeah, thanks. Sorry, no, no I just please. saw it when you moved your head. Please do fix my hair. See, we're girls and I appreciate yeah. another girl, especially while we're on video fixing my hair. So you right. may do that anytime. Perfect. Thanks, Chelsea.
1: One day we'll release the like five minutes before every episode when we're just complaining about our appearance. Oh my God, we have so many outtakes of things. Well, I can't even imagine the things I have said while this mic is on.
0: <laughs> we do have most of the raw video. We'll have to go back.
1: But no, I digress. I'm sorry, I keep distracting us. Okay. It's okay.
0: So it's historic monumental. moment.
1: Yes. But it's not even just like, oh, he was indicted on like one thing. It was like 30 <clears throat> something, right? It's 34. Are they all related? Yes. Okay.
0: They're all related and it is fascinating.
1: Now, I
0: will say that um okay, so we have gotten some hate comments. Oh have that we? I am a Trump hater or that um I, Why do
1: they always come after you, Virginia? Yes, be, I say the most out of pocket things, <laughs> and I.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm louder, or I'm the attorney. I don't know. Um, but I, I am neither. Okay, I'm as about apolitical as you can imagine, which is going to shock and surprise many people, and they're going to say, "No, I'm not. I'm anti-Trump, but I'm not." Okay, I'm not anti or pro-Trump. I am looking at this legally. And it is. I'm going to tell you a couple of things okay. that I have seen because I did print out the whole indictment.
1: Okay, um, and it is it. Sorry, I know we talked about mm-hmm. this briefly when we, when there was sort of the first hubbub about this on our live. I think that it was related to Stormy Daniels. Is it that is. true?
0: It is okay. related. It is not directly related, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've gotten a lot of. Comments from my friends, my colleagues, who are saying, "Well, hush money isn't a crime." Is okay? it? Is it not? It isn't necessarily. It isn't necessarily, and that's the thing. Is like, well, you can't indict him over a hush money pay, you know, just to keep someone silent. You can't indict someone. No, you're right. I believe you probably can't um, unless properly reporting law What the indictment is alleging. Is that the, and I'm going to break it down, but basically okay. payoffs, later payoffs mm-hmm. by Trump were improperly documented and fraudulently recorded in his business documents for the Trump organization that they were listed as legal expenses.
1: Oh, because he was paying his attorney back from doing it, right? So, like, Correct. That is an interesting, I mean, I feel like. An interesting argument but it is an interesting argument
0: and um some people have said that the number of indictments is quote overkill and honestly it could be Mm -hmm. um it reminds me of a few things it reminds me of a lot of traffic offenses and go with me here okay a lot of traffic offenses um especially in maryland i come back with a dui and there are like 10 charges
1: Right. I'm like, this is a
0: DUI. It's what like are it could
1: be one of all 10. of these charges?
0: Um, and it's almost like we we say the, the officer threw the book at them. Yeah. And they didn't really intend for all of those charges to be fully prosecuted. They threw some extra so that they could be pled out, right? Yeah. So you can plead to one or two of them, dismiss the others, get some bargaining. bargaining. Yeah. Look
1: no, at that brainwave right there. Look
0: at this. Very good. It reminds me of that okay okay so that's the first inkling that i had that was my first thought in looking at the indictment is it seems like oh, okay well they just threw the book at him and hoping that some of them stick
1: so as opposed to like a child sexual abuse material where it's like per item where you see these counts where it's like we've talked about this before that it can be hundreds they can charge it either you know like one count or whatever, or you can charge it for each individual. That's another option, brain. You were so smart, and that's on what you did. Oh. That's exactly what they did. Okay, see, that's what I was thinking. I was like, for it to be that many, mm-hmm. it has to be one or the other.
0: Yes. Okay. So that's what's happened, and that's the second thought I had, which you're perfectly balanced on. Brain. There you go. Is It's like a sex abuse case or a mm-hmm. grand larceny case where instead of saying um child pornography is you know it's you had child pornography they're saying this is how many you know how many videos you had you get a charge for each video you downloaded each video you have a grand larceny case um so when I was a prosecutor in Newport news Mm -hmm. when I was on the the financial crime section we had a lot of crimes related to, um, the ships cause it was, there was the shipyard down in Newport News oh, okay. and people stealing from the ships or from the, the, even the cars in the parking lot. Oh,
1: but yeah, there yeah, was yeah. this
0: one scheme where a guy was stealing bolts off the ships.
1: For what? For why? Because <laughs> of the metal. Oh. The
0: metal from the ships is highly valuable. So he was taking bolts from the ship, and he did this over a number of years.
1: How did he get him off? I have a lot of questions for this man. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, he was one of the workers. And oh, okay. He was he responsible a, that would for make changing more sense. I out. just saw this random man. I <laughs> was like, let me come take the bolts off. I was like, how would you ever in the world think of that? He was an employee. <laughs> Hire that man to do something. Not trustworthy, right? but something.
0: Yeah. So with him, instead of just start charging him for grand larceny for a total value of $50,000 for the amount that he mm. stole... We charged him for each individual time that he took things off of the okay. ship. Um, so there, there are two thoughts. And both are proper. Okay? Yeah. They're not. Works with neither is improper. You can charge an entirety of this date to this date this crime occurred.
1: Yeah. Or
0: you can choose to charge each individual act. Okay. Both are proper. Yeah.
1: In this case, here's what they charged. They charged. I actually don't know what any of the actual charges are, so this will be interesting. You can even
0: see my highlights on here.
1: I love your note taking. (laughs) I'm going to make Virginia start coming. Well, I don't have classes anymore. I was going to say come to class with me and take notes for me. Yeah, okay, so the law unscripted, the summer, you
0: too can take advantage of my notes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I truly believe there's nothing more valuable. Yeah, so if you want a
0: research fiend and someone who is really going to figure out what's going on, it's going to be me. They divided it into threes. Okay. It's lovely. Um, and I don't say that as it's lovely that he's prosecuted. I'm saying legally, Masterful. in the strategy, in the execution, it is actually well done. Okay. okay? And here's how they've broken it down. Instead of seeing from February through December, okay, so brief background, then we'll go back yes. to some background. Stormy Daniels was paid in 2016 by Michael Cohen, okay, Trump's attorney, yes, for $130,000. He took out that money from his HELOC, from his personal HELOC. Oh, and he paid okay. Stormy
1: Daniels. So, okay. So that, sorry, just to clarify, mm-hmm. that was like his person, not law firm money. That was his personal Correct. money. It okay. was
0: from his um, home equity loan or home equity line of credit. He oh, yeah. took that out of his HELOC and he personally paid Stormy Daniels. It's like a favor to a friend. Correct. Who happens to be your client. Right. The idea of it is that there's this overall scheme. Okay which you could call, and we're going to come back to this, a conspiracy. Right. Okay. There's an overall scheme to pay Stormy Daniels to be silent and not tell anyone what she's alleging. And that it was hushed up till after
1: the presidential election. Here's my question. Mm -hmm. Just with those facts. Not ethically with the mm-hmm. legal ethics because that is a different ball. The whole game. legal
0: ethics is a totally different bar-
1: ball game, and he was disbarred. Yes, I was going to say no. The answer to that one. Oh yeah, it's not great. If that was the end of the facts as we know them, mm-hmm. hey my hey buddy, Virginia, will you pay this person for me? You're my friend. You're also my attorney, but you're my friend. Will you pay this person for me? And later I'm going to pay you back personally. That's not a crime. It is not a crime. But that's not what. All of what happened. Correct. Okay. So just
0: making a payment for settlement. Goodness, we do this all the time, right? We're going to settle a case. We're going to mediate a case. We're going to make an agreement that this won't go forward.
1: There are non-disclosure agreements. I was going to say, instead of hush money, it's incentivizing an NDA, right? Like you want to spin it the opposite way.
0: Non-disclosure agreements. It's, It's not necessarily a crime to pay someone for that. Okay. Okay? It's a negotiation so to speak but this scheme was entered into by three people donald trump allegedly is one of them michael cohen the attorney and then the ceo of the national inquirer there's an an actual company
1: yeah but
0: it's basically for our purposes we're going to say it's the national i don't know who i
1: thought you were going to say but that was not it (laughs) oh you didn't know that part no when i tell you i have Mm -hmm. truly avoided this i have
0: I'm trying to break it down as simply as possible yeah. because it is so confusing. It's like, what is happening? So as simply as I can explain it, there are these three people. Yeah. Okay. And these positions and these three people decided, um, allegedly that they were going to pay specific people. There are three specifically, okay. one other woman, Stormy Daniels and this random, um, doorman. Who was alleging that Trump had an illegitimate child? Seems completely baseless, doesn't seem to have been any truth in it, but he was paid to not talk. Okay. Um, So it was about, I think, a $10,000 payment. There was roughly $125 paid to the first woman, um, and then $130 paid to Stormy Daniels. The issue is mostly with Stormy Daniels. So she was paid in 2016 by Michael Cohen, and allegedly there was an agreement by Trump and Michael Cohen, that Trump would pay Michael Cohen back. Right. um, For the money that he expended. Correct. And what Michael Cohen has said in his own criminal proceedings. Right. He pled guilty to a number of charges, which I am going to come back to. Okay. He pled guilty to a number of federal charges in 2018. And in that case, and in the grand jury, allegedly, he has testified and said under oath, that he and Mr. Trump made a deal that they would have, that there would be this $130,000 paid back Mm -hmm. plus additional sums. So in total, I'm going to, there's my other notes. In total, the scheme was to pay off that amount plus another $50,000 as a, like, thank you for doing this? Yep. It was... Where's this agreement? Okay. Did you, okay. And it's also alleged in the indictment paperwork, in the information for the indictment, is that um, the defendant, Donald Trump, asked Mr. Cohen to find a way to make the payment. Um, that he did not want to make it, but he asked Mr. Cohen to get it, and that he then agreed to the reimbursement. Um, I'm trying to figure out where I had. Okay, so it would be here. It is according to paragraph 25. It would be the 130 plus another 50 thousand for expenses, so that the lawyer Michael Cohen. Could count that um, as part of his income, so it was then doubled to three hundred and sixty thousand. Quote according to this paragraph twenty-five, lawyer A, Michael Cohen, could characterize the payment as income on his tax returns instead of as a
1: reimbursement. Um, okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I stop you there? Mm-hmm. This one hundred and twenty whatever to start mm-hmm. out with that was was paid out. Yes. So 120 whatever would be a reimbursement.
0: Yeah, the 130 then, would be a reimbursement yes, sorry. plus some kind of random fifty thousand.
1: So this is my question. That wouldn't be a gift. That would be tender for services, provided It's not services. And this so is this the is crux what I'm confused. of the
0: indictment. That is 130 thousand is not for services. Right, no, no, no. That, it is for a complete reimbursement. reimbursement. But
1: everything on top of that Is for the services that is the the issue. That That (laughs) is the
0: issue of this case. Is it's technically not for services. It's a gift. It is characterized the payment as doubling it so that he could count it as income on his tax returns instead of as a reimbursement, and then he would still be left with 180,000 in his pocket. So basically, I don't, I the feel like they idea don't understand
1: taxes well enough is I think that yeah, interested.
0: based on this reimbursement, that Trump would pay the reimbursement plus this 50,000 extra expense whatever that was for and then double it so that when the internal revenue service took taxes out, he would still be left with the total Reimbursement.
1: Okay, so basically he was trying to... Okay, like a tax-free bonus situation. Correct. So they said double it because half of it will be a tax or whatever. Yes, we'll be taken so out in taxes. half of it will be taken
0: out in taxes, so here's how and we're going to do it. And Michael Cohen
1: was like, well, I want this amount in my pocket. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that... I mean, at this point, is that a crime? Potentially. Okay.
0: Okay, so this is where we get into, yes, potentially that particular portion is... So potentially, So then there's another $60,000 that's added on to that as, quote, a supplemental year-end bonus, okay?
1: So now we're at, like, a...
0: 420000 420, okay? Stormy should have demanded more. That's my hot
1: <laughs> take at this point.
0: Um, yes, uh, and that's been in the news, too, is is a couple quotes like that. Um, but, but, yeah, so the idea is... Overall, he shook Trump down or had an agreement with the Trump organization. Okay, so it's this company, it's all through. What the indictment is alleging is that all these payments and the overall
1: agreement are not happening between Trump the person and Cohen the person. Well, it's both. Okay, okay? that they so are happening intermingled.
0: Yes, that there are they are happening among the individuals, between mm-hmm. the individuals, but among in the sense that it's the three of them with the other National Enquirer yes. CEO. Um, that it's an agreement among the individuals, but that will affect their organizations. So the CEO of the National Enquirer would use his business to purchase the stories from these women. Mm -hmm. Um, and hold on to them and hold on to them. So instead of actually publishing the stories, he would suppress the stories. Um, so he would use his business to do that. And they pled, um, they actually had an agreement with the department of justice for immunity Okay, so they had a huge they also. So Michael Cohen had federal proceedings against him. Criminal. There were criminal issues and charges related to the National Enquirer. I like him in
1: an episode of like House of Cards. Oh, my gosh, it's crazy.
0: And this is why people aren't understanding it and why I've had a lot of trouble understanding it is it's very convoluted. Mm -hmm. Um, But in essence, and this is what I want to get back to is it's very simple in essence. There are three people who agreed. That this is the pay- these are the payments that are gonna be made to these particular people so that they don't talk. Okay. Okay. That they're going to quiet them, they're gonna pay for the stories, they're gonna prevent them from talking. Um, and with this agreement, Cohen paid the hundred and thirty out of his own pocket and entered an agreement with Donald Trump mm-hmm. that he would be reimbursed for that money. Okay. The reimbursements came from his company. There we go. There we go. Okay. So that's what's happened is Donald Trump isn't paying out of his own personal pocket for the reimbursement. Honestly, I I personally don't know of the crime. There, there may be a crime to it. Like if there's a state rule on it that I don't know of in New York. But in essence, if it were simply Michael Cohen pays from his personal pocket For Stormy Daniels not to talk, okay. Maybe it's not a smart thing.
1: But you can do that.
0: If it's just that agreement, and then Trump says, you know what, buddy, I'll pay you back because technically it's my issue. Yeah. He can pay him back out of his own personal pocket.
1: Right. right? He can even, if it wasn't for wanting to claim it, uh, if you throw the tax issue out of it. Out of the way. If he had paid him back. Just talk about the agreement. If he, even if he paid him back the initial expense plus $100,000 for a thank you, there would be no issue, right? I don't see any. Okay. The
0: issues become the problem that he's a presidential candidate and how the money is categorized. So the overall theory in these indictments is that they're felonies. Okay. Normally business records, um, they're falsifying business records in the first degree. Falsifying business records in New York is normally a misdemeanor. And there are 34 counts of these. So normally it would be a misdemeanor. And here's the biggest issue in the news. Is it's now though in the first degree, which bumps it up to the felony. Okay. In order to be a felony for falsifying business records, it has to be, quote, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and in an aid and concealment, the commission thereof. So, what is making this felony? is that it's in commission of another crime right so
1: what is the other crime
0: that's what everybody is trying to figure out
1: so are all 34 counts just falsifying business records yes
0: okay all 34 and what's happened so here's the second part of the story here's how the payments were made the payments were made in 2017 Okay. Okay. So Trump's sworn in. He's inaugurated. Right. In 2017, he's in his presidency. As of February, he is fully entrenched in the presidency, right? And it wasn't
1: made till after that? Oh, the my God. The first payment was made February 2017. Okay. Because why not? Why not make it immensely more complicated after you've already been elected to public office? Not that I'm condoning the commission mm, of fraud. Right. But if you're going to do it, have it settled before you're in public office. Yes. So according to the introduction,
0: there was a series of steps that these payments were made. Okay. Okay? So first, what would happen is each month, February through December of 2017, and this is why we're getting 34 accounts, is each month an invoice would be submitted. Okay. So here's number one. An invoice would be submitted by Michael Cohen to the Trump organization for, quote, pursuant to the retainer agreement, kindly remit payment for services rendered for the months of January and February 2017.
1: So this is no longer Michael Cohen as this individual person, friend, buddy. This is Michael Cohen, attorney, practicing law. Allegedly, right, is right. It, I'm just sorry. I'm talking about yeah, no, no, I'm like trying to like make sense of that. Mm-hmm. Is that he's saying this is no longer the personal loan that would have been fine, but essentially, I'm sorry, my brain he's is. He's
0: classifying like, it the way that these are classified. Is it like billing
1: against a retainer? Is that he
0: is their retainer for legal services for February, January, and February of 2017? Right. So that current month. Correct. So as Michael Cohen has testified before the grand jury, and as he has stated in his pleas with the federal counts against himself, he was not actually legally representing Donald Trump. There was no retainer agreement? In any of the months of 2017. He was not his attorney at all in 2017. So... What would happen is he set this invoice. He would
1: give an invoice each my, month. I'm like stressed for them right now. Like right. I feel like my chest is tight. Like this is such a mess.
0: It, it is. So starting February 2017, he submitted this invoice for retainer agreement for services rendered. Which should be legal services allegedly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that which, invoice so would ass- go. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I'm like thinking out loud again with this. If Donald Trump was not in on this, and this was a scheme that Michael Cohen had cooked up on his own, he would be defrauding a client, right, for services that were not provided. He's charging them for it. But the whole thing here, allegedly, is okay. that Trump was in on it. That's, to that get his is that is clearly the idea. To get his company to pay back a personal debt. Yes. Right? That is that, is, am I tracking ex- like what's happening? You are okay.
0: tracking exactly the way that it is. That is the most simplified accurate
1: telling that I can think of. I guess my one semester BA is really like paying <laughs> off <right laughs> business
0: associations. So yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Cause that's like the big no, no is that you don't mix. Even if you're not an attorney, you don't mix your mm-hmm. public or like personal dealings and your business dealings. Correct. And when you're an attorney, you super don't do that because that's a whole mm-hmm. other realm of right violations and they're both doing it now allegedly
0: allegedly so allegedly trump has agreed to pay through his organization for these monies so he's not cutting a personal check which might or might not be problematic in itself but is not necessarily a crime right if he were pulling a check out of his personal property now campaign finance is a whole nother issue i was about to
1: say we haven't even touched that that's
0: where the other crime and furtherance of another crime. That's what I think it's going.
1: Toward. Is it they used funds that were collected like war chest style for the campaign and used it for this? No, no,
0: no different. Okay,
1: stay tuned. Okay, okay. So we're just going
0: through what.
1: How is- do people do this? Like I'm so stressed right now. Like I'm so <laughs> stressed out for them. Yeah, I mean it's it's this is a crazy. Scheme. And then they just walk around like I'm. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not made for the the hard crime life because, like, I would have a panic attack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So they would, the Trump organization then would send the invoice to the accounts payable supervisor mm-hmm. with the following instructions, quote, post to legal expenses, put Another quote, retainer for months of January and February 2017, end quote, in the description, end quote. Okay. okay. And those amounts, that invoice then in the Trump organization is now posted to legal expenses.
1: Right. It, it through this system it has now become a, like a, a normal business expense, is now then yes. this innocent person who's just following their instructions has now made it a standard business expense in their accounts. Correct. So
0: for each of these 34 counts, and there's one extra, but basically it tracks in three separate processes for each payment. So starting in February, there's the invoice, which was then processed into the Trump organization some As wandering a money. legal <laughs> expense. So each count, there's one count February through December for the, um, for the invoice. Okay. That the defendant who would be Donald Trump made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise, which would have been his own organization.
1: Right. He's defrauding his own mm-hmm. company, Right. An
0: invoice from Michael Cohen marked as a record of the Donald J. Trump revocable trust and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. So February through December, there's one count per month for receipt of these invoices Price. and entering it into the Trump organization's business records as a legal expense. Okay. When it was not allegedly, allegedly, for actual legal expenses. Jesus. Okay. So that's what? One through 11. 11 counts. 11 mm-hmm. counts of this 34 count indictment. Okay. Is for these entries of these invoices. Yes. Once per month. The second count once per month mm-hmm. is for a voucher that was then done. So once the invoice was put into the organization, mm-hmm. then what would happen is the trump organization this is according to paragraph 31 Mm -hmm. um each payment was recorded in trump organization's electronic accounting system Mm -hmm. the trump organization maintained a digital entry oh my goodness so sorry my dog
1: just fell down the
0: stairs he just slipped
1: oh charlie are you (laughs) kidding horrible noise i thought he was just running and then i saw the little like rolling ball of like <laughs> bowling ball down the <laughs> stairs they're wood stairs they're wood flooring and he's just a he, little floof.
0: yeah he's a little floof. <laughs> he slipped are you okay baby he's staring at the stairs <laughs> like they did him wrong i mean they did but <laughs> <laughs> anyway on a lighter note <laughs> um so the second of okay. each of these counts is that the Trump organization maintained a digital entry for each expense called a voucher in their general ledgers. Yes. Okay. So one charge per per month is for the entry of the invoice as a legal expense. Mm -hmm. The second is entering it into their digital program for the organization as a voucher for each expense. Okay. And the third set paying so it. So that was this is actually 12 yeah of the counts because there were apparently two vouchers in the first month. So in February there were two vouchers. Sounds so like there's one per voucher, which is why we have 34 not 33. Right. There are two vouchers in February, which presumably are for January and February. Yes. Right. That there's one invoice For the january and february together but there are two vouchers because
1: he's too busy in january getting inaugurated right
0: right so there's a voucher for january and a voucher for february but But there's only one invoice one invoice and one payment okay so that's why there are 34 counts for anybody who needs to know that is the reason there are 34 counts that's the breakdown the final third Mm -hmm. of these triplicates right is the actual check okay that the checks, there were 11 checks, right? Right. One per month starting in February. There were 11 checks where they were prepared, approved, and signed. They falsely, according to paragraph 32 of the information, this they, the check stub falsely recorded the payment as, quote, retainers. Okay. Okay. So, for each of these, that it recorded them as retainers for each of these months. Yeah. Um, so, the check, then, was written for a retainer. Right. And some of these nine checks, according to this information and indictment, from April through December, were personally signed by Mr. Trump. Of course. Okay. Um, and each of them was cut... From the defendant's bank account, along with the corresponding invoice, and sent along with the corresponding invoices from the lawyer, from the Trump organization in New York County, to the defendant in Washington, D.C., the checks and stubs bearing the false statements were stapled to the invoices, also bearing false statements, The defendant signed each of the checks personally and had them sent back to the Trump Organization in New York County. There, the checks, the stubs, and the invoices were scanned and maintained in the Trump Organization's data system before the checks themselves were detached and mailed.
1: This is reverse money laundering, right? Because when you it seems like it reverse money launder, and this is only from my like knowledge of watching Ozarks and also um, Girls. The, what is the show called? Is it girls? Is it just girls? I don't know, I but don't it has like know. the moms, it has this group of moms who like launder money and stuff. Okay. But that, right. You yes. take money you get from illicit activities. Mm-hmm. You take it into a business, get traded out for legitimate money. Mm-hmm. Then you have clean money. This is kind of the opposite where you're like, we had the expense that was dirty. We're going to pull it through the business. So it looks like it was a normal clean expense, right? Reverse yeah. money laundering seems like it. I mean, it seems Look, like a I'm great argument. I'm trying to make sense of this because this is wild. It is it is wild. Um so that is the explanation
0: for those of you who need it as to why there are 34 counts, what the 34 counts actually are and therefore basically false business records. And the reason that they were false is that they are allegedly they were alleged to be for legal expenses which were not legal expenses at all.
1: Which, honestly, is kind of funny because this is, like, the least salacious criminal Mm -hmm. story that I think we've ever covered, to be perfectly honest. If it wasn't... I'm sorry, if it wasn't a famous person, this would be the most boring legal... It's a financial crime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like... The thing I have to like least interest in, I'm like, this is kind of a boring story. You guys just like it is when you break it down. It okay. Is. And if Everybody
0: it wasn't- is focused on Stormy Daniels. That is not the focus of
1: this probe. This is not the focus no, of the grand jury. Is- I feel bad for this jury because I, you know. As we've talked about basically every episode, how desperately I want to be on a jury. This would be the worst case to be on because you would be looking at financial documents the entire time. How many more checks do we have to see? Do you have some girl who like works in the accounting department testifying about how she enters payments? Give me a break. This is I can't. I would be asleep, slept. And that's what the trial is going to have to be right for the prosecution. They
0: would have to put on somebody from the Trump Trump organization to testify to how the payment is normally processed, how invoices are received, what they do with those invoices in the Trump organization, how they process those invoices, how these vouchers are made, what these vouchers are for, and then how the check is cut.
1: Like explain. Oh, my goodness. Gracious. Goodness. Slipping and sliding all over today. Oh, Charlie, poor are you okay? He just wanted to see what we were up to. Okay, I know. Bless so, him. We're so high up in the little bar. He's like trying to get our attention. Closely. I know. Okay. 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 So Michael yeah, the, Cohen has already been pled guilty to crimes. He did.
0: Okay. So this is where it gets fun. This it, is where we're okay. actually going to get a little and fun. You said that his was federal, but this is New York State. <laughs> this is New York State. It is okay. state law that Mr. Trump has been um, indicted and arraigned under. Mr. Cohen's charges were federal, okay? And his are not all related to Trump. And this is where I think people also are getting confused. Michael Cohen's crimes were not all related to Trump.
1: So he was just doing, as we talked about before, sketchy lawyer stuff. Oh, he was doing, he, he was, was like doing a murder style.
0: Crimes. Okay. I mean, this isn't even like, a sniff or a possible crime. You like know, he was this is crimes. Defrauding people. Yes. Yeah. So Other clients. He had three sets of charges, essentially, Michael Cohen did. One is um, that he was doing personal tax evasion. Okay. So this is the Trump scheme fits under the personal tax evasion. So that's where we get some of the Trump
1: portion. Okay. okay? Because, that, right, he said kind of Michael Cohen was nickel and diming him to get tax benefits
0: right so part of it falls under the scheme with trump okay but michael cohen personally was trying to evade his own taxes in the way that he was doing things but he had this whole taxi scheme um so separate
1: taxi yeah like taxi cabs okay yeah okay
0: um, and medallion schemes with the taxis. It's this huge scheme that he had personally going on with taxi services. Um, I which, don't know what I expected
1: him <laughs> to say, but it was not that. <laughs> and
0: this is what people don't know. This is why it's like, oh my God, it's Stormy Daniels and it's paying hush money. This is not about
1: the hush money At per all. se. It is, but tangentially. But like that is like salacious, but the actual trial is not, is going to be boring. The right. stuff Michael Cohen was doing again sketchy but boring right have you ever met somebody who like investigates
0: financial crimes yeah i mean the irs and we (laughs) we had we did have you know there are in most jurisdictions police officers if there's a large enough office and department for there crime. to be a financial divisions or a white-collar department, especially in, like, the federal ones. Yeah. They're the financial ones. The f-
1: but they're not the—that's why there's not a show about it. You don't see that on Criminal Minds. <laughs> you don't see that on Law & Order because nobody cares. It's I mean, paper trails. Um, don't don't break the rules. Don't break the laws. But, like, if it's it wasn't not Trump— as interesting. Nobody would write. Like, if this was not somebody famous, if it was just With Michael Cohen— star. If Michael Cohen had just done this to his other clients and got— caught with his other crimes, there wouldn't be a story about it. There right? might have
0: been an article or two, but it wouldn't have been as crazy it has, as it has been because he's associated with Trump.
1: This is so funny because I really did not know what any of these charges were. And I, disappointed is not the right word, but I wanted something salacious. I was like. And people are fixating on that. Is it's the Stormy Daniels case? No, it's not. It's, it would be like the, not. the Murdoch case if they, Investigated all of his crimes that were not the murder part.
0: Right. If it was his, um, it would have been like investigating
1: not... His the... client crimes, right? Yes. That's what His cr-
0: financial crimes related to the theft of his client's Which I complained funds. about
1: them even mentioning it his other child because mm-hmm. I was like, it was boring. I didn't want to hear about it. That's, that's a great analogy is it's as if it were the Murdoch
0: case, but because it's Mr. Murdoch, we're interested in the crimes he did with his clients, but otherwise... You know, yes, it's a crime and it's yes, horrible sorry, that he I'm not he'd... like
1: trying to make light of it. I'm just saying when you think about the news coverage, you would think mm-hmm. this man went on it like a murder spree or right. like, I don't even know what else should garner this amount right. of interest.
0: And I'm not saying what he did is correct. And if no. he,
1: if he did these things. He should face a count. But then they do appear to be
0: crimes. Okay. Yes. And. whoever he is, if any normal person had done them, if they, uh, they, if they can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that these things were done and that these business records were entered fraudulently as they listed them as one service and they weren't that service, then
1: that is a crime. So, okay, here's my question for you. We get into what people will argue. Um, Yeah. It's a crime and he's innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. And I sure as heck don't know what happened in these business dealings. I don't think anybody does now. It's, I would venture a guess that to bring charges against a former president, you're going to have together, right? Like you're going to have your stuff together before you do that. So like, Mm -hmm. to me that lends more credibility, but make him prove it in court. I'm very like, you know, hold the state to their burden. But I think I probably wouldn't bring charges unless I was super sure against a former president. right? And they, I mean, that's one of the reasons for this grand jury is this yeah. didn't
0: happen overnight.
1: Exactly. Right? This has this, been
0: investigating. Yeah. The grand jury has been meeting for months on these charges. They have heard from how many witnesses. Um, they've looked clearly yeah. at each of these entries.
1: I'm just very interested. Entries. Okay. And you can tell me probably this whole Michael Cohen angle of things mm-hmm. just because he is the attorney. And I think that creates... An interesting and difficult part of this, right? Except he's cooperating. Like, if he was not cooperating- He is an attorney, but the question is, was he ever actually Trump's attorney? So, that's what I was going to ask about. If, because I think probably the best defense, and you can tell me what you think, would be, yes, there was some retainer agreement, and whatever their services were are covered by attorney-client privilege- I think that would be a possible is defense. Is that a
0: possible thing Absolutely. here? Absolutely.
1: Is I think one of the defenses
0: could be, I thought he was my attorney. Right. And I don't know the details, but that is a possible defense is I thought I was paying for legal expenses um, right. because we calculated this finances. up to $480,000. I thought that 400, you know, you only paid Stormy 130. I thought I was paying for legal services from february through december that is a very strong possible defense um i don't know if it's credible
1: because
0: and this will be a credibility issue is michael cohen would have to testify that in his conversations with donald trump that the two of them agreed for all of this money to be in repayment
1: for the stormy daniels payoff so he has already been disbarred yes yes okay yeah i'm sorry clearly i have not followed this or i mean i know this has been going on for years i've been a little busy (laughs) (laughs) law school yeah no i mean this started before i graduated college right Mm -hmm. so like truly this has been going on for a long time i've obviously not followed it very closely because it just became obnoxious quite complicated and complicated my interest was not kept when it was financial crimes um So he's been disbarred. Yes. But if he hadn't and was then sort of testifying against Trump, he's breaking this privilege. Like, what is the. If
0: he was actually the attorney. And that is a question. How would
1: you prove that? I guess is my thought. I'm like thinking through Mm -hmm. because I guess maybe to me, and this is because I don't have not a lot of knowledge about how business records are kept, especially Mm -hmm. at a company like this is like. People hire attorneys for lots of different reasons. Yes. People absolutely. hire attorneys to go to court for them. People mm-hmm. hire attorneys to negotiate things that are not in court for them. Right. People hire attorneys as consultants. Like yes. there's, so what is a legal service seems incredibly broad to me. It can be. It can yes. be. Like I just look at, you know, it's about to graduate. Everyone is doing mm-hmm. a lot of different things. And some of them are sort of like your very traditional mm-hmm. attorney things and other people are not. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they're all using sort of their legal knowledge for it. So I think that's an interesting thing is like, how do we break down what is a legal service and what is not a legal service? And then yeah. how do you prove it? Yeah. They, all, there would have right. to be have testimony to to from both.
0: Honestly, this is something where I think Donald Trump would have to testify. Yeah. That he would, there's no other way to do it is do you what he out? believe there would That's a great piece of evidence.
1: Right. Is there a retainer agreement? And what is the scope? Because you're supposed to, I yes. mean, obviously he's not an ethical person because he's been disbarred, mm-hmm. but like you're supposed to have the scope of the work you're providing to a client. Technically that
0: should be in a written retainer agreement. MPRE that's what's supposed to right be here. happening. Um, but what if it wasn't? And what is the idea between the two of them and working together of what the services would be? And were any services provided at all in 2017? If so, what were those services, and what was the rate of those services? That is a question of credibility and of testimony. Is what does Michael Cohen say that the services were? Which, in this case, according to what I'm seeing in the indictment, he's alleging there was no legal representation. I mean, he did nothing for that work. But he was not Donald Trump's employee. Um, employee, technically, As attorney. An attorney yeah. Um, attorney at all for 2017. So Donald Trump and his legal team would have to produce evidence to the contrary, that Mm -hmm. he was working as an attorney on behalf of Donald Trump for 2017.
1: I'm just like, how do you prove this? Because I feel like so much of this seems, I'm not a business person, clearly, but like this just seems like it would be difficult to prove. And obviously they have the burden because the state's like, "Mm, you didn't sort of keep this the way you're supposed to. We have evidence that things were not kept yes. they were supposed to. And then your defense has to be like, well, maybe we didn't keep them exactly how we were supposed to, but it was like an honest mistake type of thing. There are going to be two. This case as a whole
0: is going to, in my opinion, legally is going to turn on two issues. Okay. The first is, were there actual legal services in 2017? I think that's one of the key issues that this will turn on. Yeah. The second issue that I think this will turn on is the felony portion, is what is the other crime or crimes that this was in furtherance of? And I think those are the two issues during a trial that this is going to turn on. Before trial, it's going to be a statute of limitations question.
1: Right? That's why I said that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Um, I was in the junior year of college. Like, that was a long time ago. It was time 2016,
0: ago. 2017. Now, the payments were in 2017. Okay. So, yeah. Um, you have, according to New York law, you have five years to bring a felony.
1: I'm not great at math, but... Uh,
0: it is right there at 2022, Right. I From mean, it's we're in 2023. It would have had to be 2022. You have five years. So we're at
1: 23. We're at 23. Is it five years to like convene a grand jury or five years to press for charges? indictment? Okay.
0: So a lot of people are saying there's a huge statute of limitations issue, and there is. This is going to have to be litigated. This is a pretrial motion. Um, this is so
1: funny because this is literally like. The nor this is what I say, like normal law, mm-hmm. like this is not the crazy murders or crazy wild stuff. This is like stuff you deal with on a daily basis. Yes. We talk about this in Civ Pro about statutes yes. we have to file by a certain date. Like this mm-hmm. is wild.
0: Yeah. According to New York criminal procedure law, 210.20, a motion to dismiss or reduce indictment can be based on section 1F. The prosecution is untimely. So basically statute of limitations. So that should be and is probably already one of the motions that Trump's legal team is putting together to dismiss the indictment as a whole based on statute of limitations that it's past five years. Right. Or
1: Well, is it five years from when it started or is it five years from when the last payment was? Well, in this case, each payment
0: is a different date. Right, that's what I'm thinking. So each payment would have to be calculated per the date that it was done. Oh. So the February 2017 payment, five years would have had to be February 2022. For the November for the December payment, which was the last mm-hmm. one, that individually, those three individually, that December. little triplicate, would have been December 2022. Now, um, prosecution has a couple tricks up their sleeve for this. Okay. One is that um, during COVID, there was an executive order by Governor Cuomo that seven months be
1: told. Oh, interesting. That all the
0: statutes of limitations on any crime, civil case, whatever, that they be told for seven months. And tolling a statute of limitation means that it's paused, that that you don't count those seven months toward it. End of June for twenty three. So now, at least half of those charges would still be in the statute of limitations, okay? Because now, the latest one um, would be for June. You'd have at least through June of 2022, okay? Or 2023. So at least about half of them, roughly half of them, would still fall within the statute of limitations based on this executive order. Mm -hmm. The other ones is where it gets tricky because I think they're going to have to rely on, and I don't know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, The judge
0: is going to have to figure it out. Both sides will need to brief it and argue it. But there's questions as to whether the executive order was also extended
1: Mm.
0: and whether there was additional time actually applied to that tolling of the statute of limitations. So is it more than seven months that was given? And if it was more than seven months, how many more months was it than seven months? Would it make all of those charges within the five years? Yeah. And then there's this extra piece where the statute is also told if the defendant is out of state during the time of the statute of limitations. And what is possible is that they're arguing that, well, you sit in Washington, D.C. for four years as president. And and okay, so not only is he out of the state. For those four years of presidency. But he is not indictable because there's the argument that as a president, oh, you this is cannot be indicted because that would make you incapacitated as a president.
1: You can he be impeached. He was ineligible to be indicted for a crime during his presidency. His presidency.
0: So that's the issue
1: that the pre-trial might, motions are going to. That's a pretty okay. Hinge on. I'm not talking about this particular person or situation, but that is a pretty compelling argument to me.
0: Just it is just like that is yeah.
1: I I mean I do love like the con law side of things. Like I'm very interested in that, but that is a that is a compelling argument.
0: Yeah. So was the statute told then?
1: But that's I don't know if I would feel the part same of it. Thing if it was like a murder charge that had to be stayed while they were president versus a business, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. We should like, as a country marinate on that one. Cause that I, is, I think we are.
0: I think we absolutely are. I think that is one of the biggest things that a lot of constitutional law experts are really focused on. Yeah, Like on what right if it was a like, war
1: crime? I'm, I'm going to interrupt hole of like what it could be that like, cause obviously this, like you said, is a historic thing. It will set mm-hmm. the, I mean, I really hope we don't have this issue in the future, but right. like humans are humans. So it'll set the precedent for like what will come. And I mean, president can be impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors but
0: impeachment only leads the only remedy for impeachment is removal not punishment through criminal charges not not actual imprisonment or fines it's just you're removed from office so what is the what is his ability to be reached as a president for actual criminal matters so that's the statute of limitations I'm going to hit one more and then we're going to end for today we'll come back to this this is a huge topic But the other one is this campaign finance thing that I keep hinting at. Yes.
1: So. But that is that a state charge or a federal charge?
0: Both. Oh, great. Okay, Okay. The federal charge. This is where Cohen is related to Trump in his federal charges. There was a secondary set of federal charges relating to him um, making false statements to banks where basically he was. Falsifying all of his financials to How get loans and set up his shell companies and set up this false HELOC. So the HELOC itself was improperly made and Cohen have taken was more prosecuted business in law school. <laughs> okay, I so that's the second one. That's why we're, we have the law unscripted, guys. The law and scripted for the summer. We are going to go through this with yes. you. Um, so if you think that it's helpful for the way that we describe it, then yes. you know, look into looking at some of the, the free stuff versus also some of the paid packages that we'll have, um, to walk you through stuff like this. Clearly
1: I'm going to ask some questions, but this is good. You're asking questions that everybody has. Yeah. Because this is very, I'm sorry. I'm literally will be done with my last class of law school in two weeks. And this is really confusing.
0: It is. It was confusing to me. I had to really do some research, as you can see with my lovely notes and highlighting. So this final part, this final section that he was prosecuted and pled guilty under was making campaign finance um, Violations. violations, where he made payments with the intent to influence the presidential election.
1: Oh, so, so it's improper use of campaign funds, essentially. Correct. That it was one count
0: of making an excessive campaign contribution. Right. Where federally you were limited to 2700 per person, personally, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, as I understand it, and somebody can tell me if I'm wrong on this, I am happy to be wrong on a fact, not an opinion. Yeah. But a fact um, is I believe campaign finance is federally... That is $2,700 for the any individual. Here we go. Here it is $2,700 for personal contributions. And it's arguable that Cohen advanced 180000
1: That was as then put into a
0: personal contribution toward the political campaign. Because it's going to influence the campaign, right. right? The idea is that Trump was paying to keep this stuff quiet so that he
1: could win the election. Okay. I have one small question about this. Mm-hmm. That to me seems to turn on an issue of in obviously where what money was the pile in, right? Yes. I get it. I understand that there's like this big commingling of funds, mm-hmm. which is an issue. Not particularly super interesting to me because I yeah. think that's very convoluted and confusing but that seems to really turn on the issue of why if yes in an alternate reality mm-hmm. he said hey buddy Mike Michael Cohen I yes. need you to make this payment so my wife doesn't know mm-hmm. that fine doesn't violate it correct even if it even if he was still running for president doing all of these things correct. But he said to his friend, Don't tell my wife. he said I can't you know people are digging up dirt. I don't care if it impacts my campaign, but I care if it Correct. impacts my wife. Yes. That would be fine. Probably. So. Right. Because I'm, it wasn't a payment for this
0: a lot. presidential election. It wasn't for a payment related to the campaign. But the idea is that the payment itself was related to the campaign. <sighs> so, That amount that was paid was as a campaign contribution to influence and aid Trump's campaign and prevent negative press and negative information from coming against him, which would prevent him or sway an election against him. Okay?
1: so This even to me uh has far-reaching implications just because of the way campaigns work now, right? Yes. Things are not very clearly... Campaigning or not, camp. At least in my mind, I'm not. I'm not a legislator. I'm not someone who knows much about this type Mm -hmm. of law. But you know, and I think this has come up a lot around Donald Trump. Actually, is like what is considered campaigning? What is considered just existing in a world that has media? Correct. Um, Oh, that's so
0: fascinating. Yeah. So is it
1: arguable that
0: Trump's payment later, even though it was later? The fact that he made it was in furtherance of criminal conspiracy. Of a criminal conspiracy to improperly influence a presidential election fi- by violating campaign finance rules. And that's the second part that this is gonna hinge on. You just can't pay off your mistress like you used other- to <laughs> This is not Marilyn I'm Monroe.
1: That's, I'm like, dang, we're not with John F. Kennedy and Stormy, Marilyn Monroe. You should have demanded more. Get yourself a good negotiator at the table next time.
0: Yeah. And on that <laughs> note, I think we're going to pause. That's hilarious. So that's where the big controversies are. That's where I think this trial is going to hinge. Is is this another crime? Was it in conspiracy to continue or in furtherance of this other crime? And we'll come back to this. Yeah, this is not going to be a one week episode. I'm not sure which weeks we'll come back and hit it. Um, but if you find this useful, if you find it informational, if you find it helpful, I have learned so much. Yeah, And check back with us because we do meet every Friday for Happy Hour to toast the rest of the week so that we can update you on the hottest legal weekly topics. Um. Hopefully I know we're going to get haters and that's fine. Hopefully we broke it down. The intent was to break it down yeah, as neutrally
1: as possible. I feel like you did a neutral, a great job neutral. I can't say the same for my face. Look, my mom said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So didn't. I didn't. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately all the Botox in the world cannot control my facial expressions. So. <laughs> Leave Virginia alone, guys. I have more hot topics. I'm so offended. I want my own haters. It's okay. It's totally fine. Um, it, that's so I just hope it's
0: helpful yes. as an explanation because what's happening. I don't think a lot of people understand and I, I don't think the news is helpful. It is it is making people more confused. Yes. Um, and it's honestly highlighting things that it shouldn't just so that normal people rather than legal people will try to latch on to the thing. Yeah. Um, but that's our take of the day. Absolutely. Um, like, subscribe,
1: comment, even if you're a hater, yeah. comment.
0: I'm sure there's Um, questions.
1: I'm sure there's something that I didn't ask about, but.
0: And we didn't talk much about the campaign finance. There's a whole bunch more to go into that, as well as the other piece that this is going to hinge on. We might have to Um, do some
1: deep dives on little parts of this. Yeah,
0: we can do that. And the other part, I guess there's a third part that I should say at the end of this that is going to hinge on this is all of it is about the defendant's intent.
1: Right. It seems to be like, what was he thinking?
0: Yes. You have to prove not just that an act occurred, but in criminal law. In order to prove a crime, guilty nine. you have to have the guilty action and the guilty mind. So Mine's they will bad. have to prove that Donald Trump intended to falsify business records and for the felony part that he intended
1: to do so. In furtherance to commit of another crime,
0: or in furtherance of another crime, or in conspiracy of another crime,
1: And that other crime being intending to influence the election improperly, potentially, Potenta- we don't know. That's one of it's the not potential been charged, crimes, but
0: correct, the crime has not been specified. But that is one of the potential crimes that it could be.
1: Do we? Do they have a deadline to say when what the other crime is going to be before this trial? I mean, mm, during trial. That's it. I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Stay Dang. tuned. This is at the very least, it's ac- exciting and interesting to me. I thought
1: I would have a stronger opinion about guilt or innocence, honestly. And I don't. You I know I have a lot of feelings about a lot of people, but this particular the legal part of mm, it. Mm,
0: I want to see know. the evidence. I really want to see the evidence. And I don't know what the evidence is. I had, you know, we have theories and ideas of some of the evidence yeah. and what Cohen pled to before and has said on the records. Um, but this is a, a This is a very factually based specific crime. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) have a good week. Um, Enjoy your wine. Enjoy the rest of your happy hour and have a wonderful weekend. We will be back with you next week. I'm Virginia Tarani. And
1: I'm Chelsea Rogers.
0: We're with Tarani Law LLC because you never need a lawyer. So you do.